my dong. You don't know about my dong. (laughs) 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 And we are back for our week 11 preview after reviewing uh, what happened in week 10. So let's let's jump right on into it. Just just dive in. Jump jumping right on yep. in. Pool full of injuries and I dive in it. <laughs> so I got a pool full of injuries and I dive in it. Pool works, full of ouchies and I dive. Baptizing <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> a pool of liquor. <laughs> so <laughs> Let's start with some of the, uh, well, I guess the main thing for the Thursday night game is James Conner. Um, it sounds like he's going to be playing. Um, he's full. He's been participating in practice throughout the week. So, sounds like he's good to go. I'm not sure if they're going to give him a full workload or not, but... I felt like the hold last week was a little more precautionary, because they activated him pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and it's a short week. Yeah. But, I think I think you can bank on him seeing a pretty good workload. I think so. And then, let's see... I think, I think that's the main thing for tonight. Um, we also have some Kittle news, um, and I guess Brita too. Um, Kittles and Brita are, are both expected to be out this week. Um, is Brita's, I think Brita's doubtful technically, but I'm assuming he's going to be out. Um, Kittle, they messed up, said he was out, and then said, wait, we're not, at, he's going to game time decision. He's not actually out, but like everyone's like, okay, well, he's going to be out, right? Yeah, that's both that he's not in it. Um, <laughs> Sanders, on the other hand, Amanda Sanders is looking a lot more uh, optimistic. I would think he'll play, but you have to keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think that's about it from that game. Arizona side, I mean, David Johnson, I don't know if he's, you know, dead down his bench or whatever, so I'm just going to let that one go for now. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah, and then uh, Thielen, he is... Um, not practicing right now. I, I don't think they're going to play since I think they have the bye in week 12, right? Do they? Pretty sure. They're not late of a bye? Yeah, there's some week 12 byes. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't think they've had a bye week yet. There's seven and three, and there's there's been 10 games, so yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. That's math. Yes, after the Broncos. <laughs> so, I mean, I imagine they'll sit him, but who knows? It makes sense. <laughs> I mean, do they need him against the Broncos, really? <laughs> Like, that's what the biggest question. So. Roster is just holistically better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that's the biggest thing. Is like they're just better. And then, let's see. Um, Jacoby Reset sounds like he's going to be playing, so that's good news for the Colts. Um, Stafford? Uh, I'm unsure on Stafford. Don't really know. Eek. I don't think he's going to play. I mean, he might. It's Stafford. He plays through injuries, but... The fact that they did break his streak to pull him out of a game, like he was, he probably really didn't want to come out. And I don't think he would do it just like that. It, he has multiple back like fractures, which is, uh, yeah, not... he, he's played through a lot of back stuff in his career too, hasn't he? Yeah, you don't want him to become a fucking, you know, cripple by the time he's 35, man. Like, yeah. To me, this is a wash already, so, like, I would just rest him. Yeah, this, I mean, it's, the season's not going anywhere. I I, I, I I, don't know. I'm really not sure. I, I, if you gun to my head, I say he rests, but I don't know. 
Like it is. I mean, he's right now. He is questionable, and he's given he's given a projection, so they think there's a chance he plays. But you just gotta keep looking at it, and you're not gonna know probably until Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that's sad. Yeah, have a plan B there. If he starts, though, he's probably fine because he's the whole offense, mm-hmm. like fantasy wise. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, without him, man, that's it's, it's a rough rough go around. But um, let's see who else who else we got who else we got. Um, see, starting center for the Rams and their right tackle went out. Yeah, so they've got some offensive line dookie going on. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> not a good side for them. Ah man, that's gonna be a gross game. Um, Hooper, I I think he's they rolled him out for like a month. I think I saw, but um. I think he's looking for rather pennies on it, but I, he's not playing this week. Although ESPN still hasn't ruled him out. They don't have the O on him because they're slow. So They are slow. <laughs> but, yeah, no no Hooper this week. And then, so Saquon Barkley's been, like, apparently he's banged up. Um, yeah, they said he got, he got injured last week or re-injured something. Yeah. I, I, don't, I know, like, nothing about that situation. Like, they haven't really put much info out on it um, shoulder yeah Shermer said there's no chance they'd shut him down but on yeah, the flip he, side I feel like it would make sense to shut him down I mean you're two and eight like Dave, what are you playing for Saquon Barkley is like <laughs> Dave Gettleman's like baby at this point like <laughs> I feel like he's got to like protect him and make sure he like has a great career right right so, uh, I mean, their schedule is like Bears, Packers, Eagles. Then they get the Dolphins and the Skins and the Eagles again. So that's some rough outings, too. Yeah, I mean, they're not going anywhere. I don't know. But I imagine, I mean, he'll want to play. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, I think he's still going to play and he's going to play. It's just like, don't wear yourself out. There's a lot of correlation between having too many touches as a running back one year and getting hurt and or dudding the next year. So yeah. you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I I I thought about that because like I'm watching CMC just ball out, and I thought about that like that kind of like limit threshold you kind of see tossed around. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, I really hope it doesn't happen to him. I feel like he's a lot less prone to it because of how his touches are. Like he doesn't. Like, he, he gets a lot of receptions that he runs out of bounds, and, like, he doesn't mm. take a lot of, like, huge, big old hits. So He doesn't until, like, it's the goal line. Yeah. And then he just runs right through you. Yeah, so I'm curious on him. But anyway, um, that's, that's a way later topic. Um, that's for future Mozzie and Muscle. Yeah, so Devonta Freeman, um, he's, I assume, out this week. Um, I think the initial thought is about, about two weeks. So, Brian Hill time. Hopefully, you're able to get him up off your waivers. I... Uh, I shut out for him in one of my leagues just because I didn't feel confident about Marlon Mack. So, <laughs> Dude, oh, I, why? I, I hate having Marlon Mack. <laughs> I just don't like it, man. I mean, so much of the season just fucking flipped on it. Yeah, they, he's so, he's so game strip dependent, man. Uh, but like, like I traded Ty, and then Luck got Luck retired, and it was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, there's well, no way I could have fucking known that, but wow. <laughs> That changed fucking so much, dude. Oh my gosh. That's that's wild to think about that happening. Like that that happened. Yeah. And your luck retired, guys. Don't forget it. I know. 
Oh man, but yeah, Brian Brian Hill's the guy for now, and like honestly, he's he's been like the most exciting like way over wire pickup this year, pretty much as far as like running backs go. Well, yeah, because when I remember when Carryon got hurt, it was like Ty Johnson uh, or JD McKissick. Yeah, then there was like Wayne Gallman for a game. She had one that one good game, but so. Yeah. yeah, but no, I, I think Brian Hill's in for a good week this week. I know we talked about him previous times as like a maybe. I don't know. I know you and I have at least texted about him some, but yeah, we uh, we picked him up in our dynasty league with, in the event that Devonte got hurt. We ended up dropping him because the rosters are so small, but because our team's so stacked. I yeah, <laughs> like our team is quite stacked in a lot of ways, so we have to be very selective of who gets to make it. Mm-hmm. It's like an AAU team, you know. <laughs> and then uh, Evan Ingram, he was out last week. They have a bye this week, so just watch for him come back from the bye. He's been banged up like all year too. Who? Uh, Evan Ingram. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like if he if he remains out past the bye, it's like I, I assume Sterling Shepard is done for the year. I don't know. I don't know what's up with him in the concussion. I'm just I'm just not counting him. Like they coming should back. just deactivate him for the year. Yeah, if he's having he- bad concussion symptoms, like. Yeah, Brandon Cooks has been out a while too with a concussion. Yeah, that's worrisome. Yeah, that's so. And then um, Ty looks like he's still out. Same with Paris Campbell. So the Indianapolis uh, targets are still pretty concentrated. And we may not have. Um, there's a chance there's no Jack Doyle either. So might be Jesus. Very few people to pass to there. And then I think that sums up. Oh yeah, uh, Chris Herndon's on IR. That's a that's a bummer there too. Yeah, I mean, his is just, like, ribs, but, like, he could come back for, like, the end of the year, but just, like, let him get healthy. Yeah. There was some really, I will say, like, very briefly on that note, he was, like, Darnold's third down guy every time uh, when I was watching the highlights. Like, every time it was third down, Darnold was looking for him, and he connected with him a lot. He had a beautiful 30-yard catch, called back by penalty, happened again. He had a few actual catches. I think he ended up only getting the one that counted, but like he was targeted constantly on third down. So like, I want him to get healthy and come back. So just fucking take the rest of the year. Yeah, it's very important for Darnold on third. Yeah, man, it's a it's it's a big bummer if you were holding on to her at all this year. I know <laughs> the blue balls over and over. Um, I think there's anyone else we missed. Um, it's, Smaller, I guess, like like not as notable things. Chris Thompson and Chase Edmonds are not expected to play at the moment. Um, neither is AJ Green. Damn. <laughs> uh, oh, Why are they doing this like week to week thing with Green now? Just say he's done. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. It's funny. This point. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. So I, I do what. They have the worst roster. Gosh, yeah. So I did not pre-prepare any any food comparisons for quarterbacks, but I think I think we can figure out some stuff on the fly for uh, for a division if we want to if we want to pick a division to go with. Are right, we did AFC East? Should we stick AFC? Yeah, we can do that. Um, do AFC first. I mean, I think we got to do the North. Yeah. We got Lamar. Ah, can we do Ben instead of Rudolph? <laughs> Let's 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 do the AFC South. I think that'll be easier. We'll we'll save the North because I think I think we can come up with some good stuff for the North. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I I did I did um do a Brissett one because I my brain farted on divisions briefly. But so 
Jacoby Brissett, he's like a restaurant on Yelp that has like only like four reviews and the average is like three stars. But like <laughs> you go and like, oh, this is pretty good. And you're like, this would be, I would give this like, you know, three and a half, four. So it's like a little better than expected. And it's pretty solid. You know, you go there for lunch a couple times and, you know, it's not, it's not really going to disappoint you. It's not, usually it won't blow you out of the water. But, you know, they might have like one really good thing on the menu, but everything else is, you know, solid. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like they're like a a diner cheeseburger. Like <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be what you expect. They'll be pretty yeah. solid. He's a diner. <laughs> He's like that little local pub you go down to, and like the food's pretty solid. Not many people know about it that aren't the locals. You know, only a few people really go there, but it's a nice little hole in the wall. All right, Tennessee. Uh, do we? Mariota and uh, and uh, Tannehill, do we want to combine them or do it separately? I feel like Mariota is Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from him being Hawaiian, please explain. Because it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I'm just kidding. I actually don't mind pineapple on pizza because I like pineapple cooked. Um, uh, it's just for all no, the people no, he, that he's, hate pineapple, he's pineapple pizza. pizza that was like put in the fridge and then reheated and then the juice like sogged into everything. There we go. (laughs) There we go. You're like, this can still be good, right? Like it was really good at first. Like we can still make something out of this. (laughs) And then you're like, oh wait, you can't make anything out of this. Where conversely, so Tannehill's like the cold pizza where like you got your pizza and you're like, like, I think this can be pretty good. And then just like, eh, you put it in the fridge and then you eat it later. You're like, you know, this is, I guess this is okay. Like cold Papa John's or something. It's like actually not bad. Yeah. And you put some grasses on it. You're like, you know, this will do. This is, you're like, this is better than the reheated pineapple pizza. Yeah. Like this, this, like this cold meaty pizza is fine. This will do. No, like a good cold pizza is definitely better than like a microwaved day old Hawaiian pizza. That's all sopping wet and gross. So that's your Tennessee quarterback situation. Is, uh, <laughs> is pizza. Do you want cold pizza or, or reheated Hawaiian pizza? <laughs> Those are your options. <laughs> oh, it's excellent. Excellent. I feel like we really nailed that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see, Jacksonville. So I guess we do We do have Foles and Minshew. Um, Ooh. See, what I, what I would say is like Minshew is a hot dog and Foles is like a hamburger. It like... They're like a stadium, di- like a stadium dog and a stadium burger. Yeah, like they're like both they're about not the, the same. They're not five star. Yeah, and like they're gonna be about the same. Like you know, the hot dog's kind of cooler because like it's a hot dog. You're like, oh yeah, like it feels like it feels right for the environment. And like you're like you're like there's also a burger. Like the burger is just fine too. Like there's not gonna be any substantial difference in how you feel after eating one or the other. Yeah, I was almost like on the train of like maybe Minshew is like venison jerky <laughs> Wait, explain. just like his personality i <laughs> like i think if i had to equate gardner Minshew, so they're both a... jerky but different types of jerky <laughs> right because they're both tough they're both they both seem pretty tough Holes right? is like turkey jerky <laughs> <laughs> you find a brand once or twice that's not bad it, it passes for the real thing but in general <laughs> you'd rather just go with beef jerky you know? oh man yeah <laughs> okay, I like that one better. Yeah, they're jerky. So Paul's is turkey jerky. Gardner Minshew is just he's your homemade fucking smoke out in your back jerky, made it himself and took twelve hours to dry out and condense down. It's the best it's pretty much the best jerky you've ever had on this side of the river, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, so we've got we've got the venison and turkey jerky in Jacksonville. All right, I like it. But the thing, with the turkey jerky too, you're like, why is this so expensive? Like, it shouldn't cost this much. <laughs> it's not even as good as some of the other jerkies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was perfect. All right, and then uh, Houston, of course, we've got Deshaun Watson. Mm, yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Obviously, <sighs> something good. I oh, mean, this was tough. Because mm, you want something that is dynamic and exciting, and like always good. It's like a souffle, man. Like at a good restaurant. But like souffle can be bad at some places. Yeah, and so it, like, you don't want that inconsistency, right? Sean just you know came onto the scene instantly. Is is he like? Is he bacon? Like, is he bacon? <laughs> he sizzles, baby. Yeah, like he sizzles. Like he's good. Like I mean, like most people really like bacon. I mean, even Bill Belichick said he's not gonna, you know mess with Deshaun Watson or some of his bliss packages like you know you know you don't mess with bacon because then you get turkey yeah. bacon and exactly uh, I feel like I feel like we're gonna come up with a better one throughout the episode for for him yeah it's it's because like you want it to be pretty much on point mm-hmm. all right so he throws a great deep ball um let's think think more he, he can he can evade he can evade pressure in the pocket mm-hmm um hmm this, this was not flowing to me. The, the bad ones are easier. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, like the, the not good quarterbacks are way easier to do this for. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> when your situation is like not wonderful, you're like, oh, fuck, what do I do? But all right, we'll, 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 we'll come back to this. Something will come to us for it, I'm sure. We'll figure it out during our Baltimore-Houston rundown. So um, I guess we'll move on for now. So our last week picks, I think we mentioned it. Last week picks were not good. We both went 4-9. It was a dookie. A lot of close games, though. One pretty much all but two games were decided by one score. It's hard to get them all right. So. Yeah, dude, that was a rough week. Mm-hmm. It happens. but I'm pissed I didn't actually pick Tennessee because I laid out how they were going to do it. Yeah, but it's, they you, did it's just hard to pick them. I get it. Like <sighs> You don't ever feel good about it. Like I can't feel good about picking Ryan Tannehill-led team. Yeah, I know. Cold pizza, man. But you know what? He was Papa John's that day. Okay. He was not DiGiorno. <laughs> I feel like cold DiGiorno was probably the worst pizza. It's literally just not heating it up. It's literally just <laughs> taking it out of the freezer. <laughs> no, like you heat it up, microwave it, and then you put it in the fridge. That just got to revert to just awful. You're, so you're like, what is it? Like, what is it with the beer? Like when you is it like negging it? What do you call it? Like reneg the beer? Oh yeah, like when you take it, it out, let it. Yeah, you it, skunk yeah. it. When oh, you, so there's a lot of yeah. for it. Yeah. So you skunk your pizza. <laughs> skunk your pizza. Tannehill has not skunked pizza on Sunday. Yeah, man, but, um, yeah, anyway, moving on to our Thursday night game. Uh, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. You've got Pittsburgh right now. I'm unsure. I'll pick later. Um, so this My game... reasoning is just the line. Like the offensive line matchup, the defensive line matchup favors mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. And they've won games doing that. And the Browns are just super inconsistent. I, well, some people are picking the Browns to kind of win out. I'm still not on that train. I like. I just think Kitchens is gonna get out coached. 
<laughs> quite frankly. Mike Tomlin's done a great job this year. Can't knock him. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, we give him flack sometimes, but he's been he's definitely proven himself this year again. Well, like he, I think his knock was he wasn't a great disciplinarian, but they got rid of all the knuckleheads. So, well, the knucklehead, the knucklehead, unknuckleheading. So, <laughs> so uh, this game, I mean, the the running backs are the bangers. I think just because it's going to be a gross game, and like, uh, not that they'll have like a super spectacular week, just like in general. But I think of this game, they'll be like the guys who really stand out, I guess, because I don't, I don't spend a lot of fantasy production in this game in general. No, whatever the over-under is, you'd probably take the under. Yeah, 41 and a half, that's something about right. But Yeah, it's not going to be a fun Thursday night game. Yeah, it's going to be one of those where like, you, you sit there and you start watching it, and then you start like multitasking, and then you just kind of like... then You, like, you look over it. every now and then. Yeah, it's going to be like, I'm going to like play some <laughs> video games and have the game on my phone. Yeah. What else can you do? Pretty much. Uh, anyone else besides the running backs you would be interested in at all from this game? Uh, Vance has been pretty bad this year, but I feel like he tends to do well in the divisional matchups. And like the Browns, I think, are susceptible to the tight end. Plus, with their better corners, like Ward being hopefully, probably on Juju, like I think... I like I'm I can't take Juju like in any given week. It's it so inconsistent. So I, I know. It, it makes my heart hurt. Like he's I so love him, good. But like this offense is just not designed for him to be productive. Just no, the not. offense is designed through their offensive line. Yeah. But, like cuz he's it's just like a just smash it's basically just the smash mouth offense with everyone. It's just like a very like physical offense that it just doesn't like suit Juju at all. And, like, Rudolph's been pretty average. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't help either. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I, I like Vance. Mm-hmm. And then I I do, I, re- I just wrote, like, Hunt for PPR because he got, like, seven catches last game or some bullshit. And I think that could easily repeat. Okay. I feel, I feel yeah. like, I mean, it makes sense that they'd go a very similar game plan that they did against Buffalo. It does, actually. It makes sense they would do almost the same thing. But let me ask. Would you expect Freddie Kitchens to do what makes sense? I think he's the kind of guy who would roll with what worked. Yeah, like he'd be like, "Oh, we ran a bunch, and he's a running back. This worked. Let's do it again." I can, yeah. yeah. And then, um, I think I think you can make a case for either defense here. Agreed. The Pittsburgh defense has just been like phenomenal, and yeah, they should already be owned. But you could definitely make a case for Cleveland. Mm -hmm. That being said, I think the Pittsburgh one's more interesting just because of sacks and picks. They hate each other. Yeah. This will be a nice, um, who's, who's the real shitter. Um, (laughs) so, and then, uh, Sunday games, you've got Dallas at Detroit. I've got Dallas right now. Um, especially if Stafford doesn't play. Yep. We don't have to say a whole lot about the game. Stafford's probably not playing, which like gives Dallas a pretty easy win here yeah i mean i wrote zig 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 like it should be huge zig well you can obviously you know, amari and dak and yeah um yeah, what's his the, name so good i'll just say uh if, if in case you were thinking maybe mitch trubisky turned things around he still was really average against a really bad defense yeah that is the lion lion's <laughs> defense is awful right now uh-huh yeah, it's it's rough. Um, I do think in like a PPR league, you can make a case for McKissick because he got a lot of looks last week. I'm, I mean, look at how many like um, targets he got last week from Driscoll. I mean, he's the only. Yeah. Um, I know Ty Johnson's trying to work back 
concussion. Um, so I guess, I guess if he goes back, it kind of hurts it a bit. For sure. It, it, yeah, I think it does. Yeah, that I'd be like, but if McKissick's the only guy, he's still got 10 carries and 7 targets. So, in a PPR league, if Ty Johnson's out, McKissick's a nice kind of fill-in for bio weeks or injuries, I think. Yeah, for our point per half point per carry and catches, he would be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Just rack him up. And then, <laughs> yeah, that's that game, huh? Probably take Dallas D if Driscoll's playing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely fair. <laughs> but if Stafford's playing... Like he does, he's everything for the offense. Like yeah. he's the whole offense. Like it's probably he's so important for that team. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's probably it for that game. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add on? I mean, there's. I mean, you can play Maher. Maher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Jacks at Jacksonville at Indy. Um, we both have we both have Jacksonville actually, even though they're an underdog. Um, I don't think they should be. I know last week we talked, or like yesterday, we talked a lot about um, Indy kind of seeming like they got to start trending in the wrong direction. They lost to the Dolphins. Yeah, I know it was Hawaii and they'll get reset back, but like, man, that was not promising. That was pretty bad. Because even with Hoyer, you the consensus was they had a good enough team around them that it didn't matter. Yeah. And that didn't ring true with Hoyer. I guess, I guess, uh, what's his name? Flores had, had enough Hoyer knowledge. From from uh, New England from New to Fordham, however much Hoyer knowledge matters, <laughs> right? So, so this game, um, I I've got Shark and Leonard as my bangers. DJ Shark. So yeah, like because um, so Foles is back and everyone was. I don't know, there's not much to go off of with Foles as receiving core. Um, he he got it to Shark and Conley equally, and he did throw a touchdown to Shark. That was actually a, a beauty. I may say so. So, I, I'm excited for that. And he he he's definitely willing to dump off to a Fournette, to Fournette too. So, mm-hmm. see, I think this week we get a good turkey jerky. Yeah, you, you get some you, nice, you find the rare like, brand. Yeah, yeah. You want to like Trader Joe's? Got some good turkey turkey it's jerky. Like peppered and seasoned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Worth the price. <laughs> it's like week. 14 bucks. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? You're like, but it's pretty good. <laughs> Um, and and on, on that, I do like Foles as a stream. Is there anyone else from the Jacksonville side, and I guess also from the Indy side, that you're feeling? Um, I think I do like Ebron this week with Brissett back and potentially no Doyle. Yeah, I mean, if Brissett's back, I, I mean, I think he's an okay stream. Mm-hmm. Ebron's been a week-to-week guy for me in terms of evaluating just if I like the matchup or not, so I'm kind of on him this week as I, I haven't been in previous ones. Yeah, and like if um if Doyle ends up being out, that's definitely an easy Ebron play because there's not going to be like anyone else to throw to. Right. Because Mo Ali Cox. He's oh yeah. Been gone this year, man. Anything to put Mo Ali Cox into relevance. <laughs> right. Bring oh. him back. <laughs> I need Mo Cox in this I alley. Need Mo Cox in this alley. Where is he? Like. Yeah, I think he just hasn't really been playing because they've had Doyle and Ebron for most of the time healthy. So, yeah, he's been questionable too. Mm. Interesting. There have been fewer Alley Cox. So, um, yeah, and then Pascal, he's he's pretty much the guy there right now. So he gets enough targets. Although I guess he'll have Bouye this week. So like, if if there's no Doyle, and I guess if if Pascal draws Bouye, then Ebron would definitely be a really I would like that a lot for him as a mm-hmm. pick. Let's go, baby. Mm-hmm. 
Next up, we've got Buffalo at Miami. We both have Buffalo. We both like some Buffalo players. I mean, mostly Buffalo players. Yeah. Um, Gore Revenge Game. <laughs> That's like the funniest thing for me is like the Gore Revenge Game. I know. Like, does he even hold grudges in his old age? I feel I like he's know. too sagacious for that. <laughs> he's too wise <laughs> for that. But, I mean, honestly, Gore and Singletary like, can both get enough carries to be useful, I think. And then John Brown. Hard to not like him because he's he's been really consistent and he has some upside too. Like he was pretty good against Miami last game. So, uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, we're both thinking this is like Buffalo should beat up on them, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I know Miami's one two straight, but Buffalo's not. I don't think Buffalo's gonna blow this. Oh, speaking of revenge games, this is a Fitzpatrick revenge game. Uh, one of many. One of many. He does do well against his former teams. Really? <laughs> That's For funny. Sure. I want to. I want to see those like Gabe Laws if it's Patrick versus former teams versus non-former teams. It's probably like a pretty even split at this point. <laughs> yeah, at this point, half the teams are former teams. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, he always stays in the AFC. Yeah, no. I was looking at um. Like Hoyer, as far as like who he's played for, and he would be really good for the Frankenstein jersey too. Mm. So he's played for like seven teams now. So like Hoyer, McCown, and Fitzmagic would get you most of the teams, I think. There would definitely be some repeats. Yeah, you'd have like double jet. Mm-hmm. So, yep. But I, I want this Frankenstein jersey. It's gonna happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a Frankenstein McCown jersey. Yeah, we'll, so we'll just get like a bunch of like knockoff jerseys and then make them or something. <laughs> Right, one big Frankenstein. Stitch them together. Yeah, you get I me mean, because you can make a bunch out of them and stitch different parts together. So, hell yeah. And then um, the the Jalen stream, I'm good with. Although, okay, I'm I'm not good. I'm not feeling Fitzpatrick this week though. <laughs> I'm not picking it either, but I I want to see it happen, dude. If the if the Dolphins beat the Bills, I'll be laugh my ass off. That'd be so fucking funny, dude. It would validate me a lot. I feel like is the Jets losing to them. Like they win three in a row, they're clearly not tanking anymore. Yeah, like this is one of those things where it's like, how much is like the tank worth versus like the team morale worth? <laughs> and like, I think it's one of those things where like, you know, okay, you're still gonna get like a top five pick for sure. And it's one of the, it's just like I feel like it's better for the team for the guys who are gonna stay next year to get some wins in and like feel better about the coach and the team and not just everyone went out. And plus, what if they do want to, uh, and they think the Bengals take Burrow, and they don't care if they're the second pick. Yeah, bungle for Burrow. Bungle for Burrow. Gosh, dude, Justin Herbert, though, sounds like a bust name. I'm going to say that over and over. Even if he's amazing and is not a bust, his name sounds like a bust. Is he going to go in the draft this year? Uh, I'm not sure. I thought the, I know the original expectation was for him, too, but I don't, I don't know for sure. We can look it up later. But, yeah, dude, I, I, that just sounds like a bust name. It does. It sounds like a plus name. 100%. But, yeah, I think Joe Burrows is, he seems like the guy the Bengals will want. Although, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the Bengals will have to make great decisions, right? Yeah, exactly. Next up, we've got Detroit at Minnesota. Um, I'm taking Minnesota. Oh, sorry, Denver. Sorry, my bad. There's a DE, and uh, my brain stops. <laughs> we've got Denver at Minnesota. I have Minnesota here. As you. They better fucking win. They're so Brandon Allen looked okay in their last game. I don't think that's gonna happen again this <laughs> week. No, I mean he's gonna suck, right? 
And then we'll get Locke next week, right? Yes, I expect Brandon Allen to not have a great time. Listen, Brandon Allen, you were good last week. You seemed like a nice guy, but I don't think this is your week. I'm just going to be honest, man. Wait, it is week 11. When can um when can Locke come back? I think they put they took him off of IR and he's practicing now, but they designated him to return. I know. Okay. It sounds like he might be good next week. Um, I see. I I think it's still Brandon Allen this week. Yeah, it's still Brandon Allen this week. But if he sucks, which I think he will, they're gonna go to Locke. Yeah. So he's IR return right now. He resumed practicing this week. Let's see. Um, yeah, for now it's Brandon Allen, so I guess to keep an eye on the lock situation, like especially like super flex leagues. I mean, if Dynasty someone has him, but if you're in a you know season long super flex, it's probably chilling there. Let's see. I'm gonna look at who they play week twelve while we keep going. <laughs> they play Buffalo next week. Hmm. What's the rest of their schedule? Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Just Buffalo everybody. No, yeah, Minnesota, yeah. Buffalo, Chargers, Chargers, Houston, Kansas City, Detroit. So actually, like. Near the end of the year, he gets some like better, you know, matchups defensively. So that might be a nice like work him in time, kind of evaluate him a bit. If he's announced the starter, I want to trade him. <laughs> I don't even want to wait for him to play. I want like <laughs> somebody else to think he's going to do well and to trade him because I don't believe really no. in Drew Locke. Sorry, I John. don't either personally. But you know, I mean, I could end up wrong, but <laughs> value's value. So. I'll, I'll trust a John Elway quarterback. Never. <laughs> guys what the fuck is he doing um yeah on that game i mean yeah minnesota's defense is probably the banger <laughs> still can't over can't get over them bringing a flacco man all right anyway sorry <laughs> this game so yeah <laughs> the defense and cook yeah for sure yeah pretty much defense and cook yeah the denver defense has been like so good too like they've not like been bad against the run or anything either it's just no, but I, game script, like yeah, and like honestly, like if you if you've been stashing Madison, like and you're screwed on buys and injuries, like I think like that, if, if Minnesota gets up a lot, they give Madison the ball, like a hundred. I was yeah, I agree, man. I'm gonna say that. So he's like a like a kind of I guess desperation kind of flex play. If you're like a yeah, pretty deep desperation league, screwed, flex play. yeah. So. Minnesota. He's someone you could get some like garbage time where he can get a touchdown for sure. Uh, I also like Irv. I think it's Irv Smith's week to get a TD. Nice. Yeah, it won't be Rudolph getting all of them. No. <laughs> right. But yeah. And so Irv, I uh, I don't remember if we talked about this last week, but he's definitely getting used in like short yardage situations a ton. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's been Kirk Cousins' go-to guy on a lot of those short plays. So you know, catch for five yards, catch for seven yards. Like, he just racks them up. He's getting a lot of targets. Yeah. So I feel like that will translate to, like, red zone touches. If they stop the Broncos, get great field position, and they're in the, you know, red zone, like, that's prime Irv. Yeah. I, I'm excited for Irv to start getting, like, a bigger and bigger role because he's really good. And like, he was sort of, like, because, I mean, you know, there's him, Fant, and Hawkinson. Like, I had Irv and Fant, like, pretty close, too. So I'm, I'm excited. Hell yeah. Yeah, Minnesota defense also. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah, it says as long as Steelen's out, the tight ends have have some value for sure. Mm-hmm. Next up, we've got oh yeah, and then we also we already mentioned Minnesota defense, and then what's his name? Uh, Dan Bailey is obviously a fine option, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good matchup for him. Good defense, 
no offense on the other side. So mm-hmm. that'd be pretty pretty chill time. <laughs> I mean, he could just kick six field goals, and that would be like just like you know eighteen nothing. Yeah, damn, Daniel. <laughs> Next up, we've got New Orleans at Tampa. Surprised we both have New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, we're not buying into the last week. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Tampa side, yeah. um, I guess picking the receivers, I'm Godwin over my. I mean, okay, you're both are obviously fine and playable, but if I'm picking one to have a good week, I'm on Godwin. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Um, he gets PJ Williams. It seems like or is, is PJ Williams hurt? <laughs> he he gets the New Orleans slot matchup, which is the desirable matchup. His name was PJ Williams. Because <laughs> I know PJ was hurt for a week too, and we're like, oh my gosh, who could be worse than PJ? Right, who could be worse than him? Um, I think I think he's back. Yeah, he's healthy. Okay, I was like, I was pretty sure he was back, but yes, the the, the New Orleans slot corner matchup is great, and um, he gets a lot of that slot time. And uh, Lattimore is doubtful. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, I completely missed that. I didn't know. I didn't see that either. I got no update. Hmm. That's intriguing. Yeah, because uh, what we were talking about beforehand was how um, Lattimore, like, so 2017, Evans struggled a lot with Lattimore. 2018, Evans had, Evans was good. And then this year in the one game, he struggled a lot. Um, so the, it's, as long as Lattimore is good, he kind of beats Mike Evans is what we've, notice for the most part he's good at it yeah he's yeah. one of the few that actually can hold up something yeah but, but if he's doubtful that kind of changes a lot for me yeah it does so i didn't know that because so i like to do the uh the divisional matchup like bet which is sort of like if a person a player plays a team and they're going to play him twice, and they don't do well the first time. A lot of times, they will do well the second time. And I'm kind of on that train with Mike Evans. I think he mm-hmm. was. I was still going to have him as fine this week with like five catches, 70, 80 yards, 60 yards. But now, yeah, Lattimore not playing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I guess at this point, I really like them both. Then, <laughs> yeah, they both should do fine. I mean, I shootout. <laughs> Man, that's wild. Oof. Dude, I would love this game to shoot out. The over-under is 50 right now, so they're kind of expecting it to. Mm-hmm. I'm on board with that. Because literally every Tampa game has been a shootout. Because okay, how many catches does Michael Thomas get? I know we discussed the other day. Like, Because Brandon, Brandon Marshall's record is 21 catches. Like, <laughs> At what point? I mean, he doesn't drop more than like one. Yeah. He literally, like, he's a 13 for 14 times. To- catch to target guy it's insane like if my if uh if michael thomas blows up for like 202 like will anyone be surprised no so no <laughs> not, i'm not calling that but he's like he's probably the receiver who like is the by he's, he is the safest receiver play this week for sure without a doubt i don't know if there's any way really around that no yeah he'll be great like he'll he's be fine pretty much a lock for 100 yards so yeah, bet on the shootout for this one. Yeah, um, Jared Cook, I like him too. Uh, Tampa's trashing his tight ends, and Cook was pretty solid last week. I think Kamara should be fine this game, like, even though they're tough against running backs. Tampa is. I, he should get enough touches and like opportunities, like near the goal line, that he'll be fine. Um, goal line work and receiving work up yeah. the wazoo. Like he still got ten targets last week. 
So he's still a PPR monster. He didn't get many rushes last week, but it was sort of the game script too. But he's been so unlucky on touchdowns this year. Um, he had a two-touchdown game against Seattle, but has not gotten any touchdowns at all this year. Because like, I know he's hurt for a bit, but he's he's had bad touchdown luck. So If this is a shootout, he will get a touchdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a solid time from him. So Yeah, cool, cool. Um, I don't think I want either. I mean, okay, you do know any defense against James Winston is always like an option. <laughs> I'm not gonna take it. No. Yeah, it's not, not an my, over under that high. Yeah, it's not my favorite, but like if if you're totally stuck and there aren't many options, just off of like possible picks and sacks, I'm okay with it. Okay. Because like, okay, let's let's say. Like, let's say your defensive waiver wire is super thin. You're picking between, like, Detroit and, like, Miami and Denver, you know. At a certain point, I'd be like, okay, I think I'll take New Orleans over some of those, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I would, too. Yeah, I don't have, most of my leagues don't have defense anymore. <laughs> would like you a... rather take uh, New Orleans or the Raiders' defense? The Raiders week. defense. Okay, that's, that's about where I'm at with it. That's pr- yeah, I, it's not like too far off, but like getting uh, the Ryan Finley because the Raiders defense was pretty solid against the Chargers, and their O line's banged up. But like Cincinnati's O line's really banged up, so right, it's yeah. Because um, like my literally my only defense, I have like one league with defenses, and then like DFS. So like it's I don't have a lot of defense going on. Yeah, I only have it in one league now. Yeah, it's it's so I, random. It's annoying. And I, like, altered it slightly to make it more exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to do it, at least make it, like, funky. Yeah, you get some, like, return yards and some stuffs mm-hmm. and, like, passes defended give you a, a small amounts of points. Yeah. I still need a, I still need to figure out a good scoring setting or, like, someone, I guess I need to implement something about, like, uh, pass interferences to get points somehow. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks, man, he'd be so good. Oof. He I know, him. I wish we could do that. Yeah. I that, I feel like it won't be too long before that happens. I was thinking about that yesterday, actually. I was like, because essentially what they're saying is the receiver would have caught the ball had it not been for your interference and doing something illegal on the play. So, like, mm-hmm. in fantasy, I kind of feel like you should get those yardage. Yeah, or at least, like, get a point. <laughs> Or something. At the very least, yeah, I get something for yeah. it. Yeah. At least a catch. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, if, if it's, like, a 10-yard or less pass interference, like, okay. But if it's, like, a 30 yards downfield pass interference, like, that could have been a big swing. Right. So. But anyway, where were we? Um, Jets at Washington is where we are. <laughs> That's where we're going. We both had the Jets. Yes. They are not favorites, though that it is swinging toward them. That yeah. is the trend. Uh, Washington's favorite. Odd. So, who do you like from your Jets? Give me, give me the lowdown here. This, to me, seems like a one of those take the run game and take the defense picks. So, I think it's Le'Veon Bell week, and I think it's the Jets defense week. As far as the fantasy people you want from the team. Yeah, uh, Crowder is interesting because this is a Crowder revenge game. Uh, I've never really, like, Crowder's not a talker. He's definitely like a quiet receiver, so I don't think he's one of those like bear grudge types. But this is the Redskins we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, Crowder and... is not a louder. <laughs> he's not a louder. He might fucking hate the Redskins, so you don't know. He might want to stick it to him. Plenty of people do. 
so I don't. I think Crowder's probably a fine stream, but yeah, I like my bangers are Bell and the Jets D. I think the Jets D is gonna do pretty pretty good. Yeah, I I definitely like them. Like if I'm picking like from some waiver defenses, I definitely don't like mind that option one bit for sure because it is uh, Dwayne Haskins in Washington. Yeah. How many times do you think Washington runs this game? <clears throat> um. How many uh, snaps do you think they have? That's a good question. How many snaps have they been averaging? That's a, another good question. Like 60. <laughs> Snap logs, Washington. Um, they took 51 offensive snaps last game, so they do not run oh. a lot of plays. That sounds about right. Like, oh. fi- like 50 plays sounds about right. Yeah. So, I mean, probably 25 to 28 to 30 of them are going to be rushes. Yeah, let me, let me look. Let's see. They. Hmm. I'm looking at like, their logs here. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, you, you think they're they're going to want to run a bunch. Like, I'm not. Like, I, I can see they're just running 30 times and not giving a flying fuck about it. Yeah, and fucking Haskins ends up with 20 throws with 11 attempt, like, completions, you know? Mm. <laughs> but. Because they're getting I, guys back, so they're probably going to work. Want to work him in and give AP, you know, the work. Yeah, like the way to beat the Jets is in the air. So that's the like, thing. Yeah, <laughs> a good coach would be telling Haskins to throw it a lot. Yeah, because the Jets' run has been pretty solid. Yeah, when they bring Jamal Adams down into the box to just sell out to stop the run, it works against the run really well. Which they can, and I think should do this week. <laughs> yeah, by all accounts, they should. But you think uh, Scary Terry has one? <sighs> Dwayne Haskins has not been able to get anything going in the passing game. I'm not, I'm off the Washington pass game. Well, not that I was on it particularly, but I'm super off of it now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see any upside to it. It's Dolphins esque. I know, man. In a situation where it's like at least the Dolphins with Patrick have some intrigue, but yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not feeling it one bit. Their line isn't very good either. Their owner isn't very good. <laughs> He's the worst. He's the worst owner. That all all of their management is just butts, man. <laughs> just butts. Oh, but yeah, we can uh, move on. We're both taking the Jets, right? Yeah, taking the Jets. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> what about? Okay, wait, wait. Let me ask. Any Robbie Love? Uh, it's so hard because he's had one game of usefulness and it's just been like so tough i know he might like any week he can break one out he's kind of matchup proof it doesn't matter who he's playing he's just gonna like either get one or not the the funny thing with robbie is like people are down on him this year but like they've been right but for the wrong reason like the reason hasn't been like the corner shutting him down it's been his old team holding back yeah i know it's been it's very based. frustrating yeah it's yeah it's it's organizationally based not him and that's what makes it hard for me to get on board is if like in good yeah. matchups it's not been going like i don't know when it's gonna happen i don't want to keep like risking it yeah but like for what it's worth i can see robbie getting one this game like this is the redskins secondary we're talking about yeah they have a lot of easy matchups coming up so there's gonna be a robbie game i just don't know when to call it so i'm just gonna hold off i think Sad, I'll, give but... it, I'll give it good odds to happen this week. <laughs> but next up, we've got Atlanta at Carolina. We both have Carolina here. Carolina. Yeah. Um, divisional games like this, 
I usually hate the home team, and also I think last week was kind of, it was a it was a lot a lot in aberration, I'd say. Yeah, this is a tough one. I am tempt like tempted to take Atlanta. Um, I I want to see them like be competent. I see their narrative as them winning out a lot of games at the end of the year. Yeah. So not running the table, but maybe like winning five of their last seven. The only reason I have Carolina is this is the home divisional game. So yeah. So what's interesting is this game started uh, 54 over under seven point favor for Carolina. Now it's under 49 and a half with a five point favor. So it's changed a lot. That's like a huge drop, like almost five point drop on the over under. That's absurd. Yeah. That's weird. So, yeah, definitely people are kind of changing their thoughts on this game in Atlanta a little bit after last week. Um, that being said, okay, obviously you play Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, um, right. Pay up for him in DFS, like out the works. It's, it's a duh. Um, aside from that, aside from the most obvious thing in fantasy, um, I like DJ Moore this week. He's been I really solid lately. Um he and Curtis Samuel like, were both good last week, right? Yeah, they were both good. So, let me see. Yeah. See, Samuel had four for 35 and a touch. Moore had nine for 120. He was, dude, he was so big near the end of that game when they were trying to, like, go down to score. Damn. Yeah, no, I, uh, so my Homer League, I have Kenny Galladay, Juju, DJ Moore, and Gallup. So, like, I'm kind of off Kenny without Driscoll, and I'm kind of off Juju against the Browns mm-hmm. in a Thursday night low-scoring matchup. So I am rolling with DJ Moore. Who's the other guy? Gallup. Gotcha. I don't, and I have somebody else. I, oh, and Hollywood. So I have uh, Hollywood and Ooh, that's fun. I like DJ Hollywood. Moore I'm rolling with, yeah. So DJ Moore, he's, he's also had such bad touchdown luck. He has um, 684 receiving yards and only one touchdown. So the last two games, he's topped 10 targets and 100 yards as well. So Damn. And over his last four games, he's averaging 10 targets a game. So he's been... Dude, he's been balling. So he's Glad Kyle I held Allen's, on to him. Yeah, Kyle Allen's really starting to trust him and look to him a lot. 11 so, targets. Yeah, against this Atlanta secondary, I'm all over DJ Moore as well. Um, and then Julio, of course. I mean, he's fucking Julio. Of course. James Bradbury's questionable right now. So if he's not 100%, like... <laughs> yeah like and anyway julio jones is just like one of the most matchup proof guys like in the league uh, yes <laughs> i want to look up his game logs versus the panthers just out of curiosity he's just a beast yeah a oh sport. oh i forgot <laughs> the panthers are one of the teams that, like hope sometimes like because every year julio has a blow-up game and it's usually in division that was usually the bucks yeah, because in 2016, he had that 300-yard game against the, the Panthers. Mm. Gosh, dear Lord, 300 receiving yards in one fucking game. Yeah, dude, I mean, if he does that, Atlanta probably, I don't know, they keep this game pretty close. I'm, I'm not calling it 300 yards, but I mean, he's going to have a pretty good game. Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude, the Bucks game logs are so gross. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, he's just fucking destroyed them four of his last five. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. Man, he owns like like he, the Panthers not as much, but he pretty much owns a division. It's so funny, yeah. I love it. But anyway, that's my Julio love. So we we were watching the clip of him uh, decking uh, what's his name, one of the Cowboys, like Heath, 
on like that interception where he made him drop it. Though, yeah, it's so wonderful. So anyway, um, I do like Kyle Allen as a stream just because the Atlanta secondary. I, I'm still sold on the Atlanta defense being pretty bad. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think Kyle Allen's a good stream. And then our guy Brian Hill. Brian Hill, put him in. Yeah, I mean this is this is a great starting matchup for for you to pop him in. He's got, I mean that, that's how you beat Carolina. Like they're, they're a lot more susceptible to running running game than the passing game. I mean because outside of Julio, I'm not expecting a whole lot. Like, I mean there's no Hooper, so they're gonna have to distribute that work somewhere else too. Mm-hmm. Brian Hill's a capable pass catcher too, so I he makes a lot of sense this week. If you got him off waivers, he, I'm feel I, I'd say feel comfortable playing him. I do too. I like Brian Hill. Right, so let me let me go through some guys, um, like Brian Hill, and then like adjacent guys, and think about where where we'd put him among running backs. Let me pull him up here. So Brian Hill. Oh, this one's kind of interesting. Brian Hill or Todd Gurley? <laughs> oh, Brian Hill. I'm gonna start Brian Hill. Yeah, that's like so funny to think about, like. If start of the year you said, "Hey, week week uh, week eleven, you're going to be deciding between Brian Hill and Todd Gurley, and you're probably not going to pick Todd Gurley." <laughs> yeah, no, I think Brian Hill has a great matchup, and you've seen that he's good in the receiving game. That's how he got his touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, boom, boom. As long as he stays healthy, yeah. So we see these backups come in and get hurt. It's yeah. really annoying. Let's see, um, Brian Hill or uh, Sonny Michelle. Uh, Brian Hill, yeah, or way Brian- off Michelle. What about Brian Hill or or JD McKissick? Kind of similar situations. If Ty Johnson's out, at least with McKissick. Brian Hill. Um, let's see, Brian Hill or um, I'll bring I'll bring a couple other guys. Rojo. Probably. That Rojo. one's really close. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Rojo. Did he get benched last week? I forget. No, he did well. Yeah, because I know Barber came in near the end of the game and started to get more carries, too. I don't remember what happened. Jones was, yeah, he was doing some work. Um, the big thing there is, for me, like, if the over-under is going down in the Atlanta-Carolina game and New Orleans and Tampa is staying right around 50, like, yeah, he he does get receiving work, Jones, so I'd yeah. probably take over Rojo. Nice there. Um, I got, I'll, get, I'll do a couple more. Uh, James White or, or Brian Hill? James White. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, one more, one more. Uh, Damien Williams or or Brian Hill. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Brian Hill. <laughs> Damien Williams. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, because I, 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 I assume McCoy's going to be back, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, okay, so that's that game. I, I think I'd be okay with either kicker in that game, too. Same with the New Orleans-Tampa. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Right, right. Uh, Houston at Baltimore. Probably, probably the game of the week. Yep, I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, I, I assume this will be a game of the week. I can see Indy Jacksonville being decent, but this this one should be the the highlight of the day for sure. I'd say. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. You've got Baltimore. Yeah, I've got Baltimore, and you've got Houston. I've got Houston. Hmm. So, I mean. Good game that I love to talk about, but I think fantasy-wise, it's kind of straightforward. I mean, you play Watson, play Hopkins, easy yeah. peasy. Yes, play um, Lamar. Yeah, Lamar, play Mandrews. Hollywood Mandrews. Like the offense is like concentrated enough that I'm on board with it. I'm not really on Mark Ingram. 
I can get behind that. I yeah. think he probably has an okay floor. Yeah, for me, a lot of it's been like like opportunity based because they've not been getting him. He's been a lot less involved recently. Um, especially last week, he only got like the nine carries. Well, I mean, it was a blowout, but um, let's see. He got 17 touches against New England, and then 13 previously, 15. They're getting like Gus Edwards is kind of encroaching on him a lot, and the problem is he kind of gets like cut by Lamar Jackson. He's yeah, he's the best running back on the team. Exactly, <laughs> best running back, best quarterback. <laughs> but, That's awesome. But yeah, pretty straightforward game. And then I, I both kickers are fine. I'm kind of interested in the Baltimore defense, and the in the event of just it's kind of similar to New Orleans with like the sacks and picks. Because Watson gets sacked a lot, so that's that's how your defense is rack up points. Mm-hmm. They got Earl Thomas and Marcus Peters, so yeah, they they got players on defense. Three pick sixes in a row. <laughs> this is a, such a good game. It's hard to pick one. I love both quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah, I still think I have Watson like in that just above tier of Lamar. Oh yeah, definitely. He's definitely a better passer right now, still for sure. Which I mean, I. I I think Watson will probably always be a better passer just because he's so good at it. Right. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh's a better coach. 100%. 120%. <laughs> Baltimore's secondary is getting better because Jimmy Smith is healthy and back. Mm-hmm. This is tough, man. It is tough. I'm so excited for this game, though. Me too. Mm-hmm. But for now, we'll move on. Uh, next up, we have Arizona at San Fran. So Kittle's out. Breed is out. Narrows things a lot. Yeah. So Sanders probably plays. Yeah. I think regardless regardless you'd like Debo, right? Yeah. With no Kittle, that's a lot of targets that have to get redistributed. Mm-hmm. And man, Debo filled in real nice last week. He had like eight catches for 112 yards or yeah, something. He looks really good. So that made me very happy. Yeah, I know I know you love Debo. He's your guy. Debo, he's my guy. Mm-hmm. And then Tevin Coleman, uh, given the extra targets are freed up and Breed is going to be out, uh, he seems like a very solid, strong play. And then, uh, I mean, I guess Raheem, Raheem Mostert, Colonel Mustard is in, by proxy kind of a nice stream flex option. Um, Arizona's been better against the run, but they did get torched by Rojo. So Yeah, it's, they're a bad defense anyway. It's yeah. their, 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 their pass defense is pretty bad is the thing. <laughs> so Yeah. And, okay, so... Kenny and Drake, <laughs> this running back situation is not appealing just in general. I'm not. I'm avoiding it. I yeah. I I like. I think he'll get receiving work, assuming he's the guy. Is he the guy though? Yeah. Like, I mean, like literally two weeks ago, we had a pretty good game, but I know. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know what's going on with David Johnson or anything. I I think I personally think I can get on board with Drake as like an RB two. But it's not like it doesn't make me feel super great inside. Yeah, so like Johnson doesn't have an injury designation, and Chase Edmonds is coming back. He's questionable, but it seems like Drake is taking the backfield. Yeah, I assume I assume Edmonds is going to be out. That's what it looks like right now. Okay, but it's not. Drake's risky, but I I am into, I am very interested in the risk personally. The other thing is Johnson got benched because he fumbled. Mm-hmm. So he might get a fresh start this week. 
like with Johnson, like I could see them just being like, "All right, you're a fucking receiver now. Go for it." <laughs> right. Because he and Drake sharing the field makes it like, as we said, a ton of sense. So, mm-hmm. but you know, if you can avoid it, do that. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm cool with both quarterbacks in this game too. Yes, Kyler, I think has just got a good floor all around constantly. Yeah, they run so many plays that's like it's hard for him to not get you something. Mm-hmm. He runs a lot. He's accurate. Like he's good. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G's got an easy matchup. His only upside is capped if they just keep running, which is uh, is possible. <laughs> but I mean, Arizona kept up last game, so he throws to him too, though. So mm-hmm. Tevin PPR man. <laughs> yeah, dude. My, the my PPR savior. My butthole still clenched, man. <laughs> Can't believe we won that. It's funny. Um, I do have some interest in the San Fran defense just off of, you know, Arizona passes so much that it creates good opportunity for some plays for the defense. I'm on that. Yeah, San Fran's defense should be owned in most leagues anyway. Yeah. But so, like, don't be scared to play them, I guess, is my main thing. Mm-hmm. So our next game, which is pretty straightforward, I think, Cincy at Oakland. Um, we both have Oakland. It's a Jacobs and Oakland defense week. Yep. Um, I think cards worth the stream just because the Cincy defense is so bad, and uh, Waller would be the recipient of a lot of that. So I like him too. Yeah, that's kind of my feelings on it as well. I think Carr is like a good stream option. I don't think he's going to get you twenty points. He might not even get you eighteen, but he should get you know two hundred fifty yards plus and uh, probably at least one touchdown. So mm-hmm. is because there... Jacobs is the banger. Yeah, I I love him this week. Is there anyone from Cincy you want to? you are remotely okay with, or are you a hundred percent off? Like maybe Tyler Boyd, maybe Tyler Boyd, maybe Tyler Boyd <laughs> and Joe Mixon. Like they did use him right last week, which, makes, which is odd given they were getting fucking wrecked. Yeah, but they'll yeah. be getting fucking wrecked again. So who knows? Yeah. The Raiders run D is good. So I would be more on like maybe taking a shot on Boyd or something, but it's not appealing. The touchdown chances are so low that, yeah, it's gross, but I think Boyd in a PPR could could be usable, but not it's not sexy. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that game. Um, <laughs> yeah, moving on, we've got New England at Philly. Um, we both have New England here. Who 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 are you on for this game? So I'm definitely on the White versus Michelle train for this game. Um, Michelle only has value if they get to the one. And that's like when they might even use Burkhead, but like that's like in short yardage at the goal line is where they use him. He's not going to get a lot of yardage, and the Eagles' run D is really good. Mm -hmm. James White, though, is basically a receiver. Yeah. So I really like him this week. Um, Same with Julian Edelman against the Eagles' secondary. He'll be just a go to. Um, And you like Sanders, right? Yeah. So Miles Sanders is like my sneaky call of the week. Um, so the with the Patriots, like passing on them is just a fucking lost cause. But like you can run on them, like we saw that with um, well one with Chubb. I know he fumbled, but he ran on them pretty well. And then the the Ravens obviously ran all over him. So between Joho and Sanders, though, I'm a lot more interested in Sanders because um, oh, we talked about this, the way New England plays defense. They're kind of prone to give up a big play sometimes. Just based on, like, they do a lot of man, so if a running back kind of breaks free at all, um, it takes the defense a while to kind of, like, respond and catch up to that. 
yeah, exactly. They're the do your job. Mm-hmm. If you, you don't do your job, then so, you get work. Yeah, I don't necessarily hate Joho, but I don't think they're going to be in a position where they can, like, ram him a bunch because I don't think they're going to be, like, you know, ahead, per se. Like, I... No, I he and Michelle are probably pretty similar. Yeah. But you yeah, get down I, to the one, they pound it in. That's their value. Yeah, I, I, I think Sanders makes a lot of sense this week, given mm-hmm. given how the New England defense is. So he's kind of like my sneakier player of the week. Sneaky. Sneaky. And also, I hate it, but I, Tom Brady should have a really good week. He should be fine, yeah. Like, I, this might be like, this should be one of his best weeks of the year just because of, it's such a pass funnel defense. Thankfully, the Philly had a bye, too, right? Yeah. So they had some time to prepare. But Patriots off a bye? Yeah. Yeah, the the, the Brady, Sanu, White, Edelman, just the, the the dink and dunk down the field all day long. Yeah, dude. Ugh. Uh, I also kind of like Aguilar. Yeah, I, I'm I on board I think it's his that. day. I think it's Aguilar's mm-hmm. day. Yeah, we we Alshon right now is questionable. So if we end up with no Alshon, I really like the Aguilar call because literally every time Alshon's out, Aguilar steps up because it's the defense focuses all on Ertz. Yep, and that's yeah. We were talking about that's probably what Belichick's going to try to stop is Ertz. Yeah, and I don't know if this is like narrative based or something, but like whenever the play breaks down, Wentz looks for Aguilar and like they have a really good connection like on the fly, and the mm-hmm. Patriots are gonna cause him to have to move around a lot i think so yeah they bring enough pressure that i I can see that scenario happening a couple times oh baby so a little bit specific picks there this game has some interesting kind of like sneakier guys sneaky god i hope the eagles win yeah i'll be i'm always okay being wrong on the patriots picks (laughs) god i hope so (laughs) all right so Next up, we've got a uh, slugger of a Sunday night game. Ugh. I, okay, so Rams. Chicago at the Rams. Yeah, Rams hosting Chicago. If I can avoid this game entirely, I will. I am trying to. It's gross. Like I don't I, even feel comfortable taking the Rams. Yeah, right now I have the Rams, but they got no, like, they got, like, no line left. But, like, Chicago as Trubisky. Uh, David Montgomery apparently rolled his ankle in practice. He might. I, I have no clue on if that'll be a problem for him at all or not. But like, there's really no one in this game I can say they'll be a banger. And like, I'm okay with both defenses. Like, it's just gross. I know. I almost took Chicago, man, because like L.A. Rams, no, like offensive line in shambles. Yeah, Chicago strong defense, but flip side, that's only half the game. Yeah. The other half is the Bears' offense, and against the Rams, they <laughs> won't do anything. Yeah, this is the discussion we had before we started on like that. I'm like, there's a large gap both ways. It's bad. Well, the Rams might win with their defense scoring all the points. Like that could happen. It's, is it, it's going to be like Patriots s like we've had earlier this season, where like their defense outscores their offense. Like, <laughs> yep. Gosh. So yeah, it's both defenses. I think are fine. Yeah, it's just just not a fun game. What a doozy of a Sunday night game. Gross. And then, uh, I'm okay calling that. That's that's it for that game, right? <laughs> yeah. And then lastly, we've got Kansas City at the Chargers. Right now, I've got Kansas City. I see you've got some question marks. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I'm just kind of blanking on it. I don't have a good visual sort of idea of how the game's going to go. I am going to take Kansas City, but, like, I don't know. Kansas City's just, like, fucking up right now. 
I have no clue what the Chargers are. <laughs> and that's the other. Yeah, the Chargers are an enigma. They're going to be an enigma until the end of the year. Yeah, they're doing, like, I mean, they just are always an enigma, right? Like, <laughs> they lost uh, Sam Tevy, right? Was that last week or was that uh, previous week? The previous week. week. I, don't, I don't know if he, I, I don't, I'll have to check it for sure. He's still out. Yeah, I think he went out during week nine and they didn't have him last week and they clearly missed him. So it was rough. Well, Frank Clark should line up over him. Because the Raiders were bringing a lot of pressure. Yeah, and then like it's like, do I think the Chiefs are better than the Raiders? Like, probably, at least offensively. Their defense has been playing better, too. So, like, they, the Chargers just lost to the Raiders, and they had an awful game. Yeah. I don't know. Which Phillip Rivers are we going to get? You know, like... That's the thing. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't fucking know. He looked so bad last week, dude. He I mean, really he plays bad. like he did last week. That's an easy Kansas City win. But if he is, like, actual Phillip, it's a close game. Yeah. I don't, it's a divisional game. Like, that's the thing. Like, I know it sounds like a cop-out, but, like, that always makes it closer. It does. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is they don't have home field advantage for the No, yeah, they don't. Yeah, no. Like, it's probably going to be more Chiefs fans in the building than Chargers fans, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Dude, the Chargers O-line, Forrest Lamp, IR, Mike Pouncey, IR, Sam Tevy out. It's just like the I like the Chiefs defense should get to Rivers a lot. Yeah. So Melvin Gordon should have a good dump off game. Yeah, like him actually him and Ackler both make sense, but I think we saw last week that the Kansas City run defense looking good it was probably a mirage. <laughs> like Oh yeah. Henry no, just beat him the fuck up. Yeah. Muscle train. Muscle train. Choo chewed all over him. Yeah, and Mel- Melvin's he like now that he's back, ready in game shape. He's fresh, so that's a that's part of it too. Like fresh. a fresh running back, like Tyreek Hill. Like we saw him just like, I mean he's fast, but he just, he has, he's looked fucking like warp speed, and like he had a chest injury, but he could you know stay conditioned with his legs. So like he's fresh. He's taking like no hits this year. Yeah, pretty much. So I mean, obviously I like Tyreek this week, and Kelsey's a given too. Reek. Uh, I think I think I think I'd say Keenan Allen week over over Mike Williams. Keenan Allen gets a lot more of the slot time, which is the way better matchup for, I guess, the Chiefs. Okay, I'm on, I'm on board. Hunter Henry still fine. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like like Henry and Kelsey are like pretty much every week tight ends at this point, right? Like, yeah, they're they're in that tier where like there's not there's not you're not gonna have a better option. Like, <laughs> well, just that's, that's there's there's like a lot of a lot of talent in this game. There is a lot of good stars. Mm-hmm. So this will be a good Monday night game, I think. I always oh, love the divisional. <laughs> I love the divisional primetime games. A lot happening. of divisional games this week, man. And some rematches, got some revenge games. It's going to be a good week. Mm-hmm. So um, before before we get out of here, who who are your locks and upsets? Um, I'm going to take the Jets. Are minus one favorites like it's only a home field and they were minus two and a half or three and it's gone down so they might end up being favorites anyway at this rate yeah. since we are only in thursday um so they're they're actually my upset right now too so nice. we've never had like a lock and an upset be the same but and then I, yeah I like i'll take it. a my upset is houston i'm not confident on it i mm. like don't want really to take houston i just like I'm going to give it to Watson. Well, see, that's interesting because I'm picking Baltimore as my lock. Bum, bum, bum. So we're at odds here. 
This it's is that's this high. Is, this is one of our bigger disagreements on, on a pick, I think. Because we're usually like, if we disagree, it's like you know a close thing. But having our lock and upset contradict is, is a nice a nice rarity here. Yeah, it's a nice rarity. I'm fucking fight you. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, so we agree on most of our picks this week. I think a lot of them, a lot of them make sense. In case you were wondering who would win in a fight between the Mozzie and the Muscle, it would be the Muscle. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know like how to fight. I just, <laughs> I just assume I'd be fine. Well, honestly, I don't ever get in fights. I've been yeah, because they're like the last thing you want to do. <laughs> I've only been in one very short fight, and it was like, yeah, it lasted like thirty seconds. Actually, not even. Yeah, 30, you it lasted wrecked a few the seconds. guy. <laughs> well, yeah, plowed I, him into a Mercedes or something, right? So it, I, I, I had him pinned up against someone's car because he was being a chach, and I told him to get off of because he was like at a fraternity house like being a being a twat and i was like hey you should you should go and he pushed me and said no fuck you so i punched him there you go but he but he pushed me first so i, I was allowed to i right. you never you never start the fight no you just have to be prepared for it yes yeah, if someone touches you <laughs> <laughs> someone picks you up like a baby <laughs> dude fuck it out when Alec pulled me off of the guy, I was like, I really hope this is my friend. Because Alec is strong as fuck, dude. Like, Alec is strong <laughs> as fuck. He, was, he pulled no. me off and, like, he had me, like, not like a chokehold, but he pulled me off just, like, you know, by like up by my neck. I was like, oh, God, oh, God, am I dying? <laughs> I was like, I was please so Please be worried. a friend. I was so worried. I'm like, please be my friend. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so on to Sean Watson. I think, so along with the bacon, I think he, he is the act of wrapping food in bacon. The act of what? Of wrapping food in bacon, because he makes Ooh, every he makes everything like around him better. Bacon wrapped shrimp or bacon wrapped fillets. Yeah, he like increase he like adds to everything around him. He's like he makes the Texans so much better. He makes Bill O'Brien look like an okay coach. He like adds value to everyone on the team. So he kind of masks the O line def- deficiencies. So that's what wrapping something like if something's just okay, wrapping in bacon, pretty good. If you've got like a good scallop wrapping in bacon, oh, this is amazing. That's you know Hopkins is the bacon wrapped scallop, you know. So. You could also make the argument then, breaking it down even more, that Deshaun Watson should just be salt. <laughs> like, whatever you're making, pinch of salt in there, baby. It's going to make it better every single time. Doesn't matter. Too much salt, add some more salt. <laughs> <laughs> just add some bacon. Like, <laughs> like, salt literally, like, actively makes you taste food better, like, yeah. in each of the different flavors that are in the dish. So anything you put with salt. I'll, I'll stick with the bacon wraps, but... Yeah. I mean, like, bacon is basically salt, no? <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Yeah, bacon is salty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson is either salt or wrapping something in bacon. Mm. Mm, and I want something wrapped in bacon. Fuck. Yeah. But, uh, thank you all for tuning in to uh, our week 11 preview. Fuck, it's going so fast. Of Mozzie and the Muscle. Um, hope you all have a good weekend of football. Got some good games. Yep, enjoy, enjoy the Jets-Washington game, right? Oh, yeah, I'm going to that now. Oh, yeah. Me and Andy. $7 tickets. $7 tickets. Literally, they're $7. I cannot make this up. (laughs) That's great. I shelled out for the $30 ones. Oh, man. Where are those? Yeah, exactly. They're right in the fucking, they're like prime seats. You're on the field, actually. No one wants to be near Dan Snyder, so the tickets are actually pretty cheap. Right, it's excellent. He just sort of has this aura about him that kills everything around it. <laughs> oh man! But thank you all for tuning in. We hope you have a good weekend. Uh.